This is the Nick and Jules podcast. Well, if you've tuned in for the eighth edition of this. Y'all already know who I am. It's Nick and Jules, baby. <laughs> That's your new favorite meme, isn't it? Not even new. It's been my favorite since I heard it, which was probably about a week ago. Is it actually a meme or is it like a thing we're trying to make a thing? No, it's a thing. This is a kid. I don't know what his name is, but this guy. Y'all already know who I am. We're supposed to know who he is, though. Really aggressive southern kid. I think he <laughs> might be a YouTuber. Uh, YouTube. And I don't know what he's about. I see a lot of videos of him on like TikToks that get reposted on Instagram. Mm. Y'all already know who I am. But I don't know your name. <laughs> Gets me every time. It's, it's just, it's, if you've seen the video, it's just weird. It's just this weirdly aggressive, really well-dressed. I would put him in about 10 years old, maybe. Mm. Might be younger. He's a very ambiguous age where I'm not really sure. But I'm a very big fan of his. Oh, he's a big star, I'm sure. Um, Y'all already know who I am. Nick and Jules for another podcast. Yeah, well, speaking of videos, Nick, uh, I saw the craziest video of what some children were doing at the Oz Open. These are the volunteers, the backbone of the community there, the ball kids, what they did Mm. yesterday at the Oz Open to help out. Absolute heroes. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also... (laughs) 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 We just... Oh, you're it's, reading it, aren't you? I'm just reading what we've got. We've We're got talking about there. what, Nick? Poop, poopsie Slime Surprise. Um, <laughs> I'll play a little bit for it, you hear. Poopsie Slime Surprise. My poops, my poops, my poops. What you going to do with all that poop? What are you going to do with all that poop? It's a line of kids' toys. They're getting sued by the black-eyed peas. Mm. I mean, if you can put put it together, you can sort of hear why there. We delve into it in the break, uh, Jules. What are you going to do with all that poop? I want them to finish that sentence, I though, because they're unicorns. I actually don't, Jules, and I think that you shouldn't as well. Okay. I was Googling it because I thought it was a weird name because it's a, they're unicorns in what we talk about. Mm. And I thought, but isn't it? It's a weird for a toy to be, It's. it's I thought, is it a line of toy poos? And well, it it's is. a franchise, Poopsie Slime Surprise. They've got, you know, the expansion pack. They've got the collectibles. They've got all the things. Is that you just assuming or do you actually No, no, know I just that? did a quick Google before. Because uh, I saw actual poos. Oh. I saw actual, like, little glittery looking poos. Yeah, actually. my um... Which I don't know if that's, <laughs> I guess nah, someone thought weird. kids like that. I don't no, know. No, like, weirdly they do. My little cousin, she's got, like, a toy dog and then it poos every so often. And wow. then, you know, she has to learn to clean things up in the house. Well, that. That's better than this because that mm. at least teaches some form of responsibility in how to care for a dog down the line, hopefully. Because it's a unicorn, does it poo rainbow colours? Well, the uh, the toy poos that I've seen online available at Target. <laughs> that big dub. Uh, off the back of 37 reviews has a four and a half star review. So they're obviously, okay. they're obviously great turds. Yeah. They've, they've done their market research. They know it works for the children. Um, they do appear to be glittery. They could, they could, that could be like the storyline. They could be the poos of unicorns. <laughs> I don't know. If your kids, if your kids have them. If they have glittery poos or they yeah, have the sorry, toys you the, mean. To, the toys of. If the kid right, has okay, glittery yep, poos, yep. reassess their diet. <laughs> Maybe go to the doctor. That's yep. also on today's show. We delve mm. into why black eyed peas are after them. Oh yeah. Plus a woman has found her, a photo of her dead husband. So. Well, which you'd think you'd probably have quite a few of. I mean, so yes. Not, not it turns weird. out he's alive. So that's that's a confusing story we unpack. That's really uh, sad, isn't it? Is it sad? Is it good? I'm not really sure where I sit on it because I don't want also I don't want to spoil the no, no, no. story. But I go, oh, two sides of a, of the coin here. One where it's like, okay, well, it's nice. He's not dead, but then <laughs> yes. it's also like, well, you were supposed to be. You're supposed to be dead. You're supposed to be alive. I don't know how to feel about this. Yes, I do know how to feel. About this podcast, though, Jules. Mm. Good. And 
<laughs> Y'all already know who I am. Yeah, at this point, oh no, I have the button down. Hang oh on. no, Y'all already know who I am. <laughs> See you guys. Right now, Jules, the Black Eyed Peas are getting ready to go to court. Let's get it started. Oh. Let's get it started. Pump up jams Let's get for the court appearance. Yeah, that's what they're saying to their lawyers because they're saying, hey, you know what? We have a suit on our hands. We are going to sue uh, the toy company, MGA, who make Poopsie Slime Surprise. The now, what now? <laughs> Poopsie? What? I, this, is, this is very funny, too. I had no idea this existed until this morning, until I saw this story. Poopsie Slime Surprise, Jules. Poopsie Slime Surprise, of course. Is yep. a line of kids' toys, and they have a line of, I guess, unicorns in there. Uh, and yep. they've made a music video that shows the unicorns dancing around to <laughs> this song. Poopsie Slime Surprise. in the world. Wow. Of course, the reason why the Black Eyed Peas are suing Poopsie Slime Surprise over the back of that is because that song is horrifically like this one. Now, up to you which song you prefer. You might be more of a Black Eyed Peas fan. You might like Fergie or you might like, of course, yeah, Poopsie Slime Surprise. It's just blatant copyright, though. Oh, exactly. It's a pretty open and shut case. Mm. But yeah, Black Eyed Peas, and despite the fact they haven't performed My Humps since 2005, the whole gang's gone, oh, <laughs> no, we'd probably prefer you didn't. Let's get some it. cashola. I mean, unicorns are all the rage, so I understand. You know, I've got little cousins. I've got a little niece. Did you know, I just feel like I'm 27. Mm. I exist in this weird area where I just don't know what's going on with kids. Like, I don't yep. know because I'm not a parent of one and I'm obviously not one. So I don't know what toys are cool and what's in. So the fact that this is what everyone, like, kids are into. Why are we celebrating poops? What, what you got to do with all that poop? I really, like, I really don't know. I Do the kids care about that? Ki- well, actually, even looking at the toys, Jules, the toys don't seem to feature poop all that much. So it's not encouraging, like, good bathroom habits good or anything toilet, like that? Yeah. No, I don't know. Also funny, uh, producer Matt brought this to my attention, but one of the things that you can, because you can get them, they're like little figurines, I guess. Oh, great. And you can get a little storage case, the Poopsie Fart Jacobs 2-in-1 Plan Display Case. <laughs> Fart Jacobs. So they're clearly, they're just going after every brand. They're just going to get their asses sued off until no one knows what Poopsie Slime Surprise is. So they know or, what they're doing. Why, why is no one stopping them until now? Obviously, Poopsie Slime Surprise is just too big. <laughs> Nick, what an absolute shambles of an Australian Open this year has been so far. Well, it's been very unpredictable. We had some wild weather. We've yes. had heaps of uh, shock eliminations, as you said before. Yeah, Barty's retired. And she's off to have a baby. Kyrgios was injured. Novak's mm. out. It's honestly just been twists and turns with this whole thing. It's supposed to be, you know, a Victorian calling card, our tourism billboard. Sure, yeah. And it hasn't delivered. Not a great one. No. But um, I want to take a moment, though, to reflect on some of the unlikely heroes of the Australian Open. Oh, uh, you're talking about Tsitsipas? Because I think after his match last night, he said this, which I thought was like, yeah, I get it, hero stuff. I would love one day, hopefully, you know, winning the Aussie Open and giving a big portion of of, uh, the prize money to build a school in Victoria, which is the state of education. I'd like to do that. That's not it. him, no. Oh, he's not the. That's a very nice thing to say if you win the prize money and absolutely going to build a school. All right. Thank you, Greek man slash honorary Australian. But no, I'm talking about the ball kids, mm. the unpaid volunteers, those that have the privilege of rocking up to the Oz Open, unlike the other ones that 
that get paid. Yeah. Uh, ball kids is a nice way of saying slave labour. <laughs> yeah. It's like if the kids volunteered to work in the sweatshop. And those that have to sit there or stand there until 4am for that ridiculously mm. long match and stay awake. But in a world where there is self-driving cars, in a world where we have electronic line judges, yeah. we now have ball kids patting down the court after an absolute drenching of Rod Laver Arena. Uh, 20 odd children had to get on their hands and knees yesterday, grabbing towel by towel mm. to pat down the court because it was so wet and they had no other technology to do so. Take a listen to how the commentators took in the scene. You have sort of robotic vacuum cleaners at home these days, don't you, which just trundle along. Surely there has to be a way that we have to invent how to make this less stressful for the people. I don't understand why you can't just have, like, a, a, a Roomba right? that just hangs out on the court. It is literally like a slave labour. I don't understand. It is would be a child quicker than a Roomba? I haven't ever had one, but I've, you know, I don't think they're particularly fast. No, they're doing it towel by towel, and I just felt so sad for them, but also so stressed, and I imagine mm. it's the equal equal standing as like me opening up a, a bottle of fizzy Fanta or something, and it's spraying all over the kitchen sink, mm. me trying to quickly pat it down before mum notices I've done it. Well, no, it'd be the, what it would be is if we're in the studio here, mm. and I spill something near the panel, because <gasps> we do keep yes. those 20 interns that work here completely for free. Yes. They're all about 13 or 14 because they want to break into the industry. And I said, I just, we look out to the window as they sit there. Hello. Yes. Come in and clean it. That's how radio works. That's just right. Just for everyone behind the scenes that doesn't know uh, how it all works. J-Lo and Pitbull, my lookalike. It's Nick and Jules, 21 minutes past seven. It's hard not to look like Pitbull when you just have a shaved head. True. And wear sunglasses a lot. Inside as well, yeah. And I also call myself Mr. Worldwide, so mm. lots in common there. I'll stop that. Uh I want to talk about the Kardashians for a quick second here, Jules. Wow. Okay, the, Mr. Worldwide. The Jenners, they're the same family. I don't quite understand, mm. but they're the same group. They, they're they all part of the same show and it's stuff. It's hard right? to keep up with them. Yeah. Mm. Well, I suppose that's, that's actually a documentary series about mm. that, Jules. So mm. good for you. <laughs> good uh, good news. Uh, Kylie Jenner recently revealed one of the members of the Jenner household. She's that really, 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 really rich billionaire yes. uh, from the makeup fortune that she's uh, created there, the Enterprise, very successful. Mm -hmm. She has two kids. Uh, she has one it's called Stormy. That kid's been running amok for a little while, I guess. Yep. The second one, she's recently revealed that she's changed the name of it. It was born. Oh. They called it Wolf. Oh, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Because it was kind of like a real angsty teenager vibe, I guess. Like, it was called Wolf. That's or cool, Night I guess. Dragon. Something cool. Um, unusual. Wolf, they've decided they're going to change it, though, because they thought that the baby didn't suit the name Wolf. Wasn't howling yeah, at midnight? No, uh, it didn't change as soon as the full moon came mm, up. Fair. Uh, the new name, which he has revealed, is the name of the baby is Air. Spelled A-I-R-E. Said Air, like, mm. you know, the thing, the stuff we breathe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Maybe you should have gone back to Wolf. Fine. But it's fine, though, mm. right? Like, I thought it was. Air. Yeah. Celebrities always have weird names, like, you know, Apple. Apples? For a child. Yes, it is strange. But mm. Air, uh, as it turns out, uh, because just because they're big, the Kardashians and the Jenners are so big all across the world. Obviously, they're yeah. particularly big in the Middle East. And in Arabic slang, oh. uh, Air means my penis. Oh. So to a massive legion of fans, Kylie Jenner has called her child my penis. <laughs> oh, that's not going to go down well. Uh, really unfortunate if you go yeah. out there and meet people, introduce them to my penis. Yes. Here's, here's my penis. Oh, my God. Here is, isn't my penis all grown up and big now? Wouldn't she research these things? Well, would she, sorry, wouldn't she pay people to research this for her? I, you'd think you'd give it a Google because yeah. that stuff shows up. But, you know, it's, it is unfortunate because what is a nice thing in one language mm. 
isn't always good in another. My dad, oh no, he had this happen to him recently. We were catching up over the Christmas New Year's break, Jules. Yeah. And he was saying that dad works in local government. He does like recreation planning. And they were mm-hmm. trying to find a new name for a rec center in the uh, shire that he works okay, in. Okay. Yep. And a good thing they were trying to do is they wanted to give the name of this rec center an indigenous name nice. after the area and the land that it was on. And like, that's, that's respectful. Cool. 100%. Yeah. It's a great idea. Um, and they came across, I don't know what the word is. They came across the name mm. and they're like, hey, we're going to call it that. That's great. High fives all around. Mm. That's a nice and easy one. Someone that dad works with, an Indian man said, hey, in my language, and because there's a lot of a big Indian population where this rec center was going to be, yep. obviously you call it what you want, but just flagging it to the Indian people, what you've, you've effectively just called this a, de- a death camp. A death camp. Yeah. And the, the, the translation is effectively death camp. And he goes, you can call it that if you want. <laughs> Come and play volleyball at the death camp. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> I, I just don't know if it's going to really send across the uh, the fun wreck vibes that you're hoping for. So no. now, now they have to go, whenever they name things in the council, they have to go and check multiple languages spoken in the area. They've set a precedent. Exactly. Which now I think that in the Jenna Kardashian household, mm. we're going to have to check, all right, we've got a kid coming out. Are we naming it after a penis? No. All right. Tick. Are we, are we naming it after a wild animal like wolf? Yes. Well, that's better than penis. Uh, Nick, the classic case of thinking that your husband is dead, but he's actually alive. That is a really sad place to be. That's such a such a relatable story. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it is, unfortunately. It must be unfortunate for this woman over in the UK. Uh, she was browsing through her Facebook. She was scrolling through. She came across a local Indian restaurant that she loved. Yeah. And um, she saw like a couple of photos from an album about uh, uh, restaurant goers and obviously looking like a packed restaurant. They wanted to showcase, hey, people come here and enjoy the butter chicken. Yeah, you want to show that there are people actually coming in. That makes sense. We have patrons. She saw in that album a photo of her late husband and his son among a number of diners there, which she had believed her husband had been dead for the past nine years. Well, that's fair. And it's an old photo. If you, if you haven't got a recently good photo, it's a lot like people on dating apps. They use old photos to show that they've got it going on still. I look fine. I swear. Don't ask for a recent update. That's what mm. you'd assume. So sure. she jumps on the photo. She comments. She says, is this an old photo? My late husband has pictured he died in 2014. The restaurant, the Indian restaurant comes back and says, hi, Lucy. Sorry to hear this. The photo was taken last week. Huge. <laughs> what? <laughs> What is the story here? I don't understand. What happened here that this man has resurfaced? She hasn't got any answers, but clearly all the comments, everyone has been piling on trying to come up with the theories. Like, was this curry so good that the man came back from the dead to well, did enjoy he get, it? The thing is, did he get buried at the restaurant? Did he get buried at the restaurant? Is it was possible? The, was the curry so bad that he hid in the toilet for so long and just left there? A, ni- a nine-year wait out. Maybe, Possibly. maybe he yeah. was queuing up for so long. So is the idea that this bloke has faked his death? We don't know. We don't know the story. Oh, we so don't, we know. don't actually have any information. And we're it's waiting a... for a response from the woman. Sorry. For the follow-up. Is it, is it definitely him? Is it just a bloke? Because I mean, I, I don't want to generalize, but most most middle-aged white men look about the same. We can change a little bit in nine years. Maybe, maybe you can. I don't know. But either way, we haven't heard oh. from the woman. Obviously, she has been deceased from finding out this information. Yeah, of course. We'll hear from her in nine years. Ah, uh, Nick, the 1970s oh. feels like a decade, well, I haven't experienced, but it seems like plenty of fun with roller skating. Yeah. Let's focus on the good things from the 70s. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Platform heels, all sure. that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. And 
interesting aspects of uh, lifestyle advice. Mm-hmm. I want to introduce you to an excerpt of Vogue magazine back in 1977. Well, it's been run for a long time, hey? It has. Uh, this was circling around Reddit the other day, and my friend sent me an extract of a crash diet for women. Oh. <laughs> Diets, fad diets, crash diets, they've been around for so long. They have. Maybe, you know, people are looking to slim down for a wedding. Maybe this is for a humble housewife back in the day. Just talk about casual sexism. (laughs) That'll look good for the husband. Maybe it applies. I don't know. Let's unpack it uh, for the festive season after 2022. Oh, wow. Really old school, hey? Mm. It's titled Wine and Eggs. Wine and eggs. Well, if there's only if there's two things you have as a housewife, it's <laughs> wine and eggs. Sure. All the right. diet goes for three days. Uh, it suggests the loss is five pounds, equivalent to two point five kilograms. For <laughs> okay. breakfast, you must eat one egg, hard boiled, black coffee, and mm. one glass of white wine, preferably dry. A dry white wine mm-hmm. for All breakfast. Right. Yeah. We move on to lunch. Two eggs, doubling down. Hard-boiled is best, but poached if necessary. Doubling down on the white wine, two glasses of white wine, and throw in another black coffee. So at this point, we're doing two coffees on the day, three wines on the day. (laughs) Okay. Finishing off with dinner. 150 grams steak, grilled with black pepper, lemon juice, another glass of black coffee, and the remainder of the white wine, one bottle is allowed per day. So you're smashing out a whole bottle of white wine per day. Yes. For three eating days. some steak, eating some hard-boiled eggs. Nick, as a, your body is a temple, your mm. fitness guru, what do you think of this? I, <laughs> I'm i trying to figure out where the, where the biggest issue with it is. I don't know. Like, I, there's no veggies in there. There's, there's no fruits. Well, there's fruits because that's how they get the wine. There's a lot of alcohol consumption. It does come from grapes. So maybe that's what they're sort of justifying there. Um... How, how much? Two and a half kilos over the three days? Two and a half kilos, three days. Do you reckon I should try it out for three days? Look, I'm not suggesting, just because I think it might in, uh, think it might uh, inhibit your ability at work. Oh, yeah. I think it would be effective, though, because if you get shit-faced every day and vomit before you go to bed, <laughs> you're going to lose a lot of weight. We can talk Portuguese soccer for a second. A world first happened in a game in their uh, Portuguese Football Federation, one of their leagues there, the main one. A uh, world first for soccer, for football, and possibly sport in general. Uh, in a match between uh, some of the women's teams at Sporting Lisbon and Benfica over the weekend, people who know soccer would know of red cards and yellow cards, mm. pretty common aspect to the game. But for the very first time in the world, a yellow, uh, a white card was used in the game. A white card? What does a white card mean? Now, I thought a white card just meant that you know the referee had left their regular cards in with their uniform while they did the washing. That's not what it means. Oh, right. A white card is used... It's a gesture that recognizes and praises acts of fair play. What happened was a, a fan in the stands had fainted and uh, all the medical staff from both teams rushed over to help her. Oh. And so the referee does it to acknowledge like, hey, that's good sportsmanship. That's, you know, that's a lovely thing to do. That's fantastic. White card. Great. It's nice, but <laughs> it doesn't really mean anything. Okay, because it's not a it's not affecting play. Not really. Well, the thing with the red, like a yellow card, it's a warning, like, hey, don't be an idiot again, because otherwise, if you do, I'll I'll send you off. I'll red card you. Red mm. card is, hey, I'll send you off. Yep. I think white card should come with benefits. If you got, if you are going to be so lo- like good and lovely and 
you know, do something that is nice for people hmm. to get the white card. Surely there's got to be benefits for you in the game. Like the medics getting a pay rise? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Well, I suppose if you if you are the medic, it's like, yeah, white card. Yes, you get a 5% raise. Yep. Be, if, if you're a player that gets the white card, I'd like to see you maybe you get an automatic goal. Oh, maybe. that's good. Yeah. You, you can blindfold the other team. You can, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can pick one of the other team members and uh, send them home and be like, you can't play on that team anymore. Jeez, this is really shaking up the game. I think it would turn the game on its head. Mm. It would encourage it would encourage people to play any game wherever you bought this. Yeah, uh, encourage me to watch this game. I think it would make it a little more interesting for a lot of people. I oh, love yeah. soccer, but I get it's not everyone's thing. I would like to see the white card bought into the workplace as well. Okay, what are you thinking? Whenever a work, whenever someone at work does something good, mm-hmm. give them the white card. Or if you oh, see yeah. someone down the street, mm. like I'm sure you can think of you know reasons where you see someone do something good and you go, oh, that's that deserves a pat on the back. If There's a white someone, card. If someone lets you merge... If you're driving along, someone actually lets you merge. It never happens. Never yeah. happens. White card them if they let you merge. White card them. Instead of flipping them the bird like you normally would yes. if they cut you off. That's right. We're doing the opposite. White card them. What if someone pays for your coffee when you're rocking up and the barista's like, actually, that's already been paid for by the, first, the person before you? White card them. White card them. Delightful. White, when I, every time I do a really funny break here on the show, <laughs> producer Matt, Jules, you can both give me the white card because, you know, that deserves a pat on the back. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.